Welcome to Tuesdays with Andrea. It's the inspiration station for everyday people guiding humanity forward. I'm your host, Andrea Rios McMillan, and every week I pursue conversations that matter with people who can relate to the common struggles we all face. You'll get to know the person behind the profession and find commonality with people of all ages, cultures, and backgrounds. Listen as friends, neighbors, and coworkers offer meaningful, personal explorations of modern life and the values we hold dear, all for the purpose of strengthening and uplifting others. We had our places, you know, one of you did this function, I did this function, we did this, and we had worked through that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like fishing. When you guys brought the uh, snake and put it in a jar and brought it to work at the barbershop downtown Naperville and put it in my back bar. Oh, my gosh. We were home in the summers because mm-hmm. you're working. Mm-hmm. And me and my sister at that point, we're like independent. <laughs> we're third grade, fourth grade, and we do our chores. We know when to answer the door, when not to. We know what chores we have to get done. And I think we were really good on that front. You guys are watching the neighbors when we were over there. Remember that time? No. When you called because there was a strange car in front of the apartment and weren't listening to you. You were so mad. They're not listening to us. We're going to call the police. I threatened to call the police on No, no, on the strange car. Oh. You told to get in the house because there was a strange car outside. This is in Naperville? Yeah. You'd never seen that car before. And you were so upset because they would not listen. And you said you were going to call the police and that you told them to get in and they would not listen to you. And you were so mad. And uh, I was like, you guys are going to get abducted. You don't realize. (laughs) So you said, okay, so we called the police and we were here and they just wouldn't listen to us. It's like, okay, honey, well, you stay inside and you just do what you got to (laughs) do. And you did. And you took care of your business. Okay, so that we were in already third, fourth, fifth grade in Naperville. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, we were still in Aurora. So dad left around like six, seven. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we moved to Naperville because and you had Naperville clients and they're like, hey, these are better school districts. And you're like, I'm going to get my girls in a good school district. So mm-hmm. that's when then you got married to Andy. I got married to Andy. Andy was such a, a, a sweet person, but he had his addiction. Mm-hmm. And that was really tough. I mean, he was great initially when we first got married. Because he wasn't addicted when you guys got married. He was an addict prior to that. He was sober. So he was like that for so long. And then I think it was when we went on vacation and we were gone, I think with Thelma to Disney. And we came back and he had a friends over and then he got back on the drugs. And once he got on again, he couldn't get off. He couldn't break it. And he was a good man. I remember you guys had love. And his son, Lando, is, is still Our a brother to us. Yeah. yeah. He's still my son now. And for that time, I just remember feeling like we're a family. Mm-hmm. We're a legit family. We have a legit yeah. family. Yeah. So were you happy in your marriage with Andy? Oh, was yeah. this a good time? Yeah, it was a really good time. When I'd come home, he'd do the whole bizcocho time. He'd make the cakes. Oh, he used to love to make a cake for me. He called it bizcocho time. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember how you guys would laugh because he would look so jacked up during the day. Uh-huh. And as soon as, like, he knew I was coming home, he'd hurry up oh, and get dressed. Oh, he'd love when you came home. Yeah. Yes. He would yeah. get, he'd get up and he'd do his hair and mm-hmm. make sure he looked really nice and stuff when mm-hmm. I got home. So, yeah, it was, yeah, he was just really, really 
Great. Until, mm-hmm. until the addiction. And so when you realized, wow, he's addicted again. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't the man I married. We've been together for while, wow. you know, yeah, years. Know. How was that? Yeah, that that was really tough because, yeah, he's not that person, and you need borrow money from the neighbors, and then you'd get embarrassed. Because mm-hmm. the neighbors come and asking for money. Hey, he borrowed money, and you're like, "Oh my gosh," and you feel bad. Or he would clean out my account. Really? Yeah. He would take when I would come home and I'd see his car gone. I knew he'd be binging, and all our money would be gone. So was this going on for a while? All yeah. I remember this was eighth grade. I think it was eighth grade, mm-hmm. and he's driving us to school. The next day, he's gone like legit gone and you and that day you're like yep he's gone he's basically gone and he won't be here anymore and I'm like okay and that was it like that was it Mm -hmm. I just remember him calling me and saying I'm in Florida I'm like what he says yeah and he says I love you enough to leave because you deserve better. And yeah, it was so hard. He says, I know that if I stayed in Illinois, you would try to make it work. And I love you too much to put you through that. And so he says, that's why I'm leaving and I'm filing for divorce because you deserve more. And I'm, I can't, I can't break this. I can't shake it. And you deserve so much more. Wow. And that was that's real love. That's a sacrificial love. Yeah. Yeah. That one almost brings Makes you cry. Yeah. yeah. And out of, and out of all that time, like so every year I'd get a phone call from him. Hey mama, how are you? I just want to hear your voice. Are you happy? Are you happy? It's like every year. Yeah. He'd give me a call. I'd get a call from him until one year. And that's when you realize the power of drugs, Mm -hmm. like truly, 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 they will separate you from Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. you love. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't want to, it will, it will divide if, if it becomes the master. Mm -hmm. That's, I think that's truly the only reason why my sister and I didn't do like drugs or hard anything throughout all of our adolescence or youth was because of Andy. Mm -hmm. So maybe that was actually Mm -hmm. maybe one of the the silver linings there because we saw firsthand the devastation. Now with my dad, it's different because you also saw the violent side and you realize that there's a little bit more here. It's a little bit more complex. But with Andy, you see so much of the good. There was a gentleness there. Andy helped me have compassion for my dad Mm -hmm. because up until that point, I didn't understand the hold of drugs Mm -hmm. and how it completely transformed someone. Mm -hmm. And when I saw Andy go through the same thing, that's when I realized this is dangerous. Mm -hmm. Like this, and it's sad because you see the hurt Mm -hmm. and I know how much he loved you. Like we know how much Mm -hmm. he loved you. Mm -hmm. And that in the end isn't enough. If you don't have mastery over the drug, Mm-hmm. It will become the master. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where I learned that from. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that it overcame him. And we know that he's passed at a young age. 
Did he die from drugs? Yes. I thought it was cancer. No. He died of an overdose? Yeah. Well, he was off for a while, and then he went back to it again. So he got clean again. He finally got clean, and I heard from him, like, maybe six months prior to that, a year, maybe. And when you stop doing drugs and all of a sudden you do them again, you have a heart attack. I know that now from Jason. And so, yeah, he died from a heart attack. Mm. He was doing drugs, and he, he, he overdosed, and he died. Basically, that's what happened? Mm-hmm. So how did you feel at that time? Yeah, it's devastated. Devastated. And how do you find the strength to take care of your girls and continue to go to work and get up in the morning and move on? Well, I mean, he was already, you know, we had been separated for many years by then. No, not after he passed, but when he left. Oh, yeah, that was so hard. And I don't even know. Um, How do you find that strength to get up, move on, mm -hmm. go to work? Take care of your girls. Mm-hmm. Your husband just left. He's filing for mm-hmm. divorce. And he loves you. And you love him. Mm-hmm. And you want to make it work. But it, the door is closed now. Mm-hmm. And what? you move on. And that's all you can do is just move on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I view girls. I have my job. And do you look I've, at it as a blessing now? Of course. I mean, I look at it a blessing. Of course it is because then, I mean, it, it was horrible driving home and you see it gone and you know he's doing drugs and, and you don't know. I mean, it would have been more devastating if he was here and I saw him die myself. Yeah. Where that would have been even more hor- horrible. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, oh, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a blessing. And I know, I, I guess that part really showed me sacrificial love. I didn't understand what that was. And he really showed me that. You know, he was, in a sense, he was sacrificing because I knew how much he loved me and how much he loved our family. But saying I I would rather be by myself than to hurt you. Right. Put you through this. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he did. And you could hear the sadness when he would call. But knowing this is the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, you know, after you've mm-hmm. had the time to heal. And that's the whole point where it's like learning to heal from all of that. You know, you have relationship after relationship, and then I got married a third time. But I, I didn't get married for a long time after that. I dated right. different people. But you didn't get married. But I didn't get married. For a long time. Right. Until we were in, what, were we in college already? Yeah. 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 I already had John John, yeah, right? Al- yeah, Alex was already getting ready to leave college. We were adults, yeah. yeah. So, you know, in there, you, you you date different people, you see different people, but I didn't marry again. And I think, but but the thing was, you were st- I was still dating, you know, I hadn't completely healed. I hadn't completely healed. You know, I was going through, but I hadn't completely healed. So I started going to a different church. I started, and one thing that I can say that I always did and would help me get through a lot of, you know, you, how, how did I get through a lot of it, was giving back. I'm a giver. And I gave back what I could give. I didn't have a lot of money back then because I didn't. I was a single mom. But I gave time. So I volunteered back at the very places that gave to me. So I, I gave time at the um, food pantries. Mm-hmm. 
and I would volunteer there. Every Thursday. And I volunteered at the uh, shelter for battered women. I remember mm-hmm. actually going back and doing makeovers and saying, look, I can make you beautiful on the outside, but God can make you beautiful on the inside. Because you do feel ugly. You can be as beautiful as you can be, but they make you feel ugly because it's such an ugly life that it's hard to believe that you are beautiful anymore. Mm-hmm. It's hard. So it's like working through that. You got to feel beautiful about you. You have to. Because you're, when you're devalued, you no longer have value. And so when you're feeling beautiful is, is a way of saying, oh, I have value. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to find that. And back then I didn't get it. I just like, hey, I got my Mary Kay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me make you look cute. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's all I knew. But now as I'm growing, I'm learning and I've healed. This is some of the things that I could give back to, like, if I would go back and speak to that younger person, me, me, I'd say, hey, you're feeling devalued. That's really what's going on. But I didn't understand that back then. Where do you think that came from? That whole, well, we talked about it earlier with the whole, with Thelma and Alma. Oh, Alma. not being seen. Yeah. And feeling invisible. Yeah. So here comes this guy who makes you feel noticed. It's almost like you're primed for it. I was primed for it because I was... It's like when you try to feel, I'm empty, you're empty. Oh, let's make two empties better. And it doesn't work that way. It never works that way. So um, learning that as you're working through it and you're working through it. And that's when I dated in between that and I was dating different people. And it's like, no, it just wasn't. Because, see, I had the worst. And then I had someone that really loved me. And he's gone. So it's kind of hard, you know, finding someone in there too that it's like okay wait a minute here that, that that's like okay this is the right fit mm-hmm. and I hadn't quite found that I was still trying to figure out me much less the right person and I wanted you guys even though I would have to go to, home to an empty house yeah which was so hard I mean, that y'all just didn't know. And I would go visit you all the time at school and go, quit visiting us, remember? And you'd bring us tacos. Food, and, I got yeah. food. And after a while, you're like, I don't care if you have food. Just quit it. <laughs> and your friend's like, but no, but your mom your has mom's food. So great. Your, your mom, mom has food. The best. <laughs> she has food. Come on, let your mom and come. I'm like, mom. You're like, mom, stop it already. But that's because I would go home to an empty house and I never had that before. Yeah. I mean, even as a kid, I was sleeping in a bed with my sister. So mm-hmm. we always had somebody there, and all of a sudden there's no one there. And that was really hard, too. So I remember I was in the best shape of my life ever. Because you would go to the gym. I'd go to the gym. I'd go shopping at a store, window shopping, because I couldn't buy anything. And I'd walk around to the store closed at 9 o'clock. And then I'd go from 9 o'clock, I'd go to the gym, because they were open till late, and work out till 10.30 until I was just exhausted. And I'd go home, and I was too tired to think about anything else mm-hmm. and I lived like that for a, quite a while too mm-hmm. so I was like man I was buff the best shape of my life mm-hmm. but I, I and I feel like you were in a good place because you were taking care of yourself mm-hmm. you found ways to take mm-hmm. care of yourself and to build strength and I wasn't sad or lonely nope. or anything during that that year Theo Javier came to town mm-hmm. and you pick him up and then 
it was like a Wednesday afternoon and you're like, hey, Andrea, you want to come? And so I hang out with you guys. And that evening, I'm in the car, I'm in the back seat. You guys are driving around. I don't know where you guys are going, but you guys are just having the best time. You and Theo Javier mm-hmm. and your humor and your person, it just is shiny. You know, you're just, mm-hmm. you two, you know. Yeah, we're, we're fun together, right? Oh, it was just. We, st- it, we still are. You still are. And you're like this with everyone. I think right now this is a different conversation because this is more personal. You don't talk about this often. So you're hearing um, a much subdued, <laughs> subdued form of my mom. Uh, and I just remember you were happy and I was happy that you were happy. Well, you were taking care of yourself. I felt like you were really getting back mm-hmm. to who you are aside and not attached to anyone else. It was a good space. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't really committed to anybody, so I'm in a good place. I think once you get into that committed relationship, where then it'll come out again. You have to work through that, that I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm worthy, I'm valuable. I'm valuable. Thank you for listening to Tuesdays with Andrea. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and I appreciate you making the time to listen to mine. If you like this show and want to know more, check out TuesdaysWithAndrea.com or please leave a review on iTunes or drop a line in the YouTube comment section. Until next time, please stay kind in your mind, nice on the web, and stay hella hopeful in your heart.